0: And we are back. This is Cleo O'Flynn and Janet Anscombe, Um, and we kind of gave each other a break last
1: week, Janet, didn't we? We did, because there are times when you can be talking for the sake of it, really, I suppose, when so little is changing. And over the last several weeks, there really has been little change, and now we are beginning to see some changes in the world around us so it's worth having a chat worth having a chat well will we
0: will we plunge straight in and travel to la palma i mean um in terms of the emissions the volcanic emissions last week there was some talk from the experts that there seems to be a change in the energy levels if i can put it that way in terms of you know, the, 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 I presume it's the speed or the height or the composition of the lava coming out of the volcano. But they were very, very quick to say this do, does not mean it is on its on its last legs are coming to an end. Would that be right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It seems to me now that after two months, they are very much involved in an exercise of managing expectations and dealing with crisis fatigue. And we all get this, you know, you can only live with a heightened sense of fear and alarm for a certain amount of time before it starts having a psychological effect. So they are very much engaged in trying to manage expectations, give realistic information, but always with an eye to how it could be misinterpreted. And so what we are seeing is a reduction in emission of lava sometimes, a reduction in emission of gas sometimes, and the volcanic tremor is quite low. But when they announce that, of course, everybody thinks, oh, it's stopping, it's coming to an end. And they say, no, 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 that doesn't mean that. It's just this is perhaps evidence that it could be (laughs) reducing, but we don't know. And of course, within 24 hours of such an announcement, you've got a couple of five level earthquakes and Strombolian activity and then a week later they have actually raised the level the volcanic explosivity index from a two to a three. That sounds alarming and they have been hastily reassuring people that this volcanic explosivity index is a measure of amount of matter emitted rather than imminent danger. Okay. It is. of course the two, the two can go together of course yeah but they are yeah. saying that they are not they haven't raised the level because they think it's going to blow up but because having gone on for two months now with some ferocity the amount of matter that has been emitted by the volcano requires it to be lifted a level to level oh, okay three.
0: so it, i mean it is a part of the activity itself that's happening it's, all yeah. around
1: so and- it's up and down and ongoing and they are trying to manage expectations whilst not ruling out concerns but saying it all seems rather under control at the moment given that we are dealing with a volcanic explosion the biggest concern at the moment right now is that there is a lovely balmy warm cloudy front coming up from the southwest yeah that is that bringing is rain clashing against yeah bringing rain clashing against a cold front coming down from the north and they seem to be meeting in south la palma it's exactly where they don't want heavy rain because there's a phenomenon called a lahar and that is where heavy rain falls on volcanic ash and debris that's li- lying there in a hilly area and it washes it down it creates a very rapid flow of ash rock um volcanic Volcanic mud I suppose debris and it becomes a river of boulders sometimes and it's very feared and that is the one concern today that it shouldn't rain too heavily in La Palma so fingers crossed that it doesn't.
0: I mean people might think well would the rain not put out the volcano the answer is no.
1: The answer is no the rain won't put out the volcano no. (laughs) To visualizing it. <laughs> actually, one volcanologist was asked that. Well, wouldn't it put out the volcano? No, it wouldn't, actually. No. It's not just a flame. <laughs> it's not
0: just a flame. And we did sadly have the first volcanic related death, I suppose, which was this old gentleman yeah. who we believe was cleaning the roof of his house and fell
1: he was certainly cleaning the roof of his house with authorization people are allowed back in when there are no colladas actively threatening an area and when the level of sulfur dioxide and carbon dioxide is low enough they give people permits to go in and they can water their crops or collect things from their houses and they have asked people when they do this please clean the ash from the roof because it is heavy and it could cause the roof to collapse and one poor man was engaged in this and and nobody really knows i think i haven't heard anyway whether he was inside and the roof fell in on him or whether he was on the roof um and of course if it if it rains that ash becomes heavier that's another peril with rain in la palma today so yeah he the poor man did die but he was authorized to be there and And so so he wasn't it it, well it was a direct in a way but it was a tragic accident rather than someone being reckless. OK,
0: yes. Yeah. And that is important to to point out because yeah. accidents, unfortunately, do happen.
1: Um, one of the ongoing
0: uh, debates, Janet, and I have flip flopped on this myself, when, not flip flop, but I see both sides. Is the whole issue of visiting La Palma on a day trip or on a two day trip. So you have one side of the argument, which is, well, you know, people in La Palma who live from tourism, want us to go there they want us to stay with them Uh, and then the the other side is first of all you have the people who've lost homes and farmland and they say I don't want my tragedy to be your Instagram pic but also that the influx of tourists pushes up the prices for rental accommodation uh, and thus damaging the chances of people who've been put out of their homes by the volcano in finding a house or a rental home that they can afford. Um, and it is there are those there are um, there's no right or wrong in this, is there?
1: No, there, there is a range of ways of looking at it. it. My own instinct is stay away. Don't go there. It, it's not safe. It's not kind. And yet local bus drivers, taxi drivers, little bar owners are saying, well, when they come, they bring in money and God, we need money. Mm. So you, you I can see that argument i suppose the thing really is do it with some sensitivity the, the other thing you, that we haven't mentioned so far is, is that i we have some canarian friends and people who live in these islands we are all volcanic islands it's not just tourists from sweden or the no, no 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 they're from here many of them in fact most of them come from here and they aren't going to Ogle others disasters they're not doing a volcano porn selfie okay they are going going because they live in the sort of islands that this happens in and this is for some of them the chance of a lifetime to see what it looks like to see what it looks like when these forces are occurring that give rise to the landscape that is part of their cultural heritage and ours too adopted they want to see it of course they want to see it i think I think it must be allowed. I think it should be limited. It should not be close up so that people's houses are, the subject of, you know, someone else's selfie. For heaven's sake, have a bit of sensitivity. And in particular, I would say, be a little bit aware of what you're posting on social media because most of these photos are taken for posting and that is where I would draw the line. Because and sometimes maybe, they're posting people's houses on fire. You know, the person is going to see that. Have a thought for someone yeah. else.
0: But maybe That's as well carbon. as as you know, airlines today and and other entities are asked to kind of offset one carbon footprint by planting a couple of trees. Maybe you offset your journey by making an extra donation to a La Palma fund. I mean, you could do that absolutely. And there's lots of those.
1: There's fact, lots of those. I, there's I, one coming. There's one coming up, Cleo, isn't there? Just,
0: Just before we we came on to record this, I got a call from Colin Price, uh, who's telling me there's going to be an orchestra, a symphony orchestra, so a classical musical concert. Now, I will have the details next week, but I think it's going to be in Laudatova on the 12th of December. So it'll be a classical music Christmas concert with funds Going to La Palma. I will have more information about that over the next few days. And I'll let you know. I mean, that would be something I would go to. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, you have things like... uh, at the Hyperdino the checkout, you can just add on a couple of euros to your bill and it goes straight into a La Palma fund. So there's, there's lots of ways that you can d- donate as well. And then I'm kind of, I mean, I was saying to you, if, for instance, there was a round trip boat trip that you could, you know, get a boat to La Palma, stay outside the maritime exclusion zone, view the volcano, because it is you know, hopefully a once in a lifetime event, hopefully we're not going to see it hopefully. here, um, <laughs> yes. and then and then return home without having set foot on land, but that you know that say half of your fare would go towards the La Palma Fund,
1: you know, that I think is a very reasonable thing to want to do. I think that would be a marvellous thing, because sometimes when, when we have seen the images, it is discombobulating to see images from the island, because you don't know how far away is this, how big is this, but when you're on a boat you get the whole thing in context. You do, you do. And for the first time this morning, I actually saw a volcanologist photo of the eruption from El Yaro, I hadn't seen that perspective before, and it was really interesting to see what it looks like when you're not up close, but from a different angle, obviously. Now a boat could do that, and I think a boat trip is a, is a marvelous idea. Claire. yeah.
0: Yeah, but without you know without disembarking. Um, yes. Now, now yes. the only thing, if someone can tell me how to do that without getting seasick, I'd be, <laughs> be <laughs> delighted. Unfortunately, <laughs> I am prone. but yeah. I mean, I I have been possibly a bit didactic or or one sided on the whole visit La Palma thing in the past. I now do see both sides of. Or there's more than two sides to this. I see that there are many aspects to it. And if people there really go are. there with with proper intentions and they're not going to make money out of other people's misery or oogle, as you say, at other people's misfortune. Exactly. You know, there, there are use lots that. of pros.
1: Yeah, or use that for a social media like, you know, I mean, I have no problem with someone from these islands going over to see the type of thing that caused their own landscape to be created to, to create yeah, uh, yeah exactly uh, to take photos on the roof of someone's house and post them on social media no, i think or that's to, bake, to break
0: through police barriers as we know has happened so to get as close as you can and thus putting Absolutely. other people in danger i just think that's silly selfish, and it's,
1: selfish
0: yeah, it's, and yeah it is very selfish very yeah. egoistic yeah. anyway so that's la palma and what's left janet there's
1: only one thing left we haven't talked about covid for ages to no want to... people might think it had gone away, but of course it hasn't. And in fact, it seems to be coming back. I mean, the whole of Europe oh, yeah. is a skip fire. The whole of Europe is a skip fire. There are water cannons, rubber bullets, you name it. Germany's going for compulsory vaccines. Um, Austria, Austria, is. Austria Austria, lockdown as from today for everybody. They tried locking down the unvaccinated, that didn't work. Because how do you police these things? um you you just can't and so they've gone for the whole thing now today belgium water cannon i think yes there was ruptures in in coming back here as well yeah in the last hour angel torres who's our own regional president has um has been expressing concern at what measures might need to be taken They, they are clearly talking to the legal authorities about the possibility of COVID passports. Which are are the norm in other
0: countries. I mean, sometimes it's astonishing what seems like an extreme in one country has been adopted and accepted and considered the norm in other countries. I, I, I remember we talked about this when I was in Ireland in September. It was a perfectly acceptable request that if you were eating or having a coffee indoors, you needed photo ID and your COVID digital certificate you know and everyone had it on the phone that was it yeah. and there wasn't oh go on it was like a, a tiny little coffee in a small coastal town along the irish coast popped in for coffee and a slice of cake and it just i just take your details please and yeah everyone gave that and you it's also quite need normal.
1: to a name and a contact number for contact the problem in the problem in these islands in my opinion is that there is an awful lot of talk about sustainable tourism but they are very heavily reliant on tourism. And we've all known that this can't go on indefinitely. And yet, instead of looking for solutions, they continue to pay lip service to sustainability whilst taking the easy money. I'm afraid I have to put it that boldly. Not only are get togethers, I mean, the law here is that you wear a mask indoors, if you are in a supermarket or an office or whatever, you wear a face mask, and you carry one with you at all times when you're out, in case you can't maintain 1.5 meters distance. Now, there are bars in tourist areas openly promoting the fact that 30-odd people can get together, not a face mask in sight, Mm. With not even one and a half centimeters, never mind one and a half meters between. <laughs> and not them. just
0: in tourist areas, John. And
1: no, but these are areas that one has to assume are being policed. Yeah. And if the, and we have spoken before, haven't we, about whether the police are being instructed to clamp down on it or whether the police are being not instructed. And I have reviewed my whole opinion on this. I think from speaking to some police they have got the instructions but they are not to clamp down on these things these things are not only being actively permitted they are therefore being effectively promoted and it's illegal and it is unsafe and i I can't because
0: i don't know so no no no
1: you can't I, i have chapter and verse on this and these things are being actively permitted actively permitted Mm. and this is law-breaking and it is being done in the name of sustainable tourism that is nothing of the sort and i don't know where one goes other than to say get on with it then because you can't stop it unless there is an overwhelming touristic view that you can't just go for the easy money anymore you have to be sustainable, take care of people, offer something that is at least not damaging to other people's health or the environment. Mm. But this is not happening. They are saying it's happening. They are claiming this is what they're going for. But I'm afraid the opposite is happening.
0: Tomorrow, in fact, there is a a coming together of what's called the the AMC. So it's the Association of Tourism... Um, well, there's two bodies. There's the Association of Spanish Tourism Boroughs, and then there's yeah. the Association of Canarian Tourism Boroughs. Uh, the second one was only set up a few years ago to represent Canarian interests at national level. And in fact, the two bodies will meet tomorrow. I think it's going to be like 18 mayors from Benidorm, from Marbella, from Adeje. Yes. And that represents 50% of the Spanish tourism industry. So that's fairly hefty. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see what they might say about tourism and covid because the two have to be talked about in the same sentence they do um, they really do and you know to to see what evolves from that they're meeting tomorrow in Adeche, in fact uh I, you know and and i i know what you're saying it, it is not i don't go to any of those areas but then again i never have um no. but you know i know but like tourists often do and, and i do locals i mean like at yeah, christmas yeah. now i know my my own daughter will she'll be back and she'll want to be down on new year's eve and she's vaccinated and she's had covid she got it when she was in the uk so she's as protected as she can be at the moment but that Mm -hmm. kind of is almost irrelevant because there there will be i mean i'm dreading new year's eve i always do
1: as a mother but you know and there should be more control i think there should be and all i would say if, if there are people in the uk who are wondering whether or not to come here I'm not going to say come or don't come. What I'm going to say is if you are reading official statements that the prevailing ideology of tourism here right now for tourism and COVID purposes is that you are safe, that things are controlled, that the law is enforced and it is a positive experience. If you are believing that, then I have to say the reality is different. On that basis, you make your own choice as to whether you come. Some people will be glad that there are no controls and so they'll want to come, and that's fine if that's what they want to do. But if people want to come beca- and feel safe and know there are controls that are policed and enforced, and they think that's what's happening, I have to tell them it is not. So I think they we're talking nighttime,
0: own. aren't we, Janet? I mean, nighttime events and stuff, because
1: during, I mean,
0: I have. Yet- no. Really,
1: no. daytime and night. This okay. is actively permitted and therefore effectively promoted unsafe conditions. People make up their own mind. Many people don't believe in COVID. Many people feel that with the vaccine they are safe anyway, and we can all sort off because it, we're over cautious. That may be true. I don't know, but people need to make up their mind on the basis yeah. of fact. Yeah, I and mean, just... is.
0: I went to Iceland the other day on Saturday to buy Uh a few things and behind me there was a group of big burly I think by their accent they were Northern Ireland lads there's five of them and they were going in just ahead of me uh, and I said thinking am I an awful am I putting myself in danger now here I said guys you need to wear your masks and to be fair to them they turned around they said two of them came out and they said guys you need to put your masks on and they did because they're not used to mask wearing now in the UK. Um, and they were very good about it. And I know the I've been in Iceland before when I when Iceland staff have insisted to customers that they must have their masks on. Um, and so I think I would say that in my experience outside the bar region, because I don't go to the bars, Janet, in any part of Tenerife. I'm no, not no. A, I'm not a drinker outer or an out, out, outer. Um, in shops and supermarkets. I think the rules are pretty much being obeyed in terms of mask wearing and gel infection I and
1: stuff. I agree, I agree, you know, I agree. And I mean, no. in
0: Siam no. Mall, for instance, they have security at the main entrance and he is telling you or she is telling you, put your mask on, use the hand gel, and that they're fairly thorough about that.
1: I, I have to say, I mean, I very rarely actually go out anymore, but when I go to Siam Mall, I am always impressed. It, it, it's a phenomenal, thing for us all here whether tourists or residents it's a wonderful commercial center and they are very very good at the minute and of course you can be open in the open air within the center exactly like the there outlet is-
0: like the rosa center i mean
1: all the new shopping centers Absolutely. are very Marvel. much like that love Simon mel yeah.
0: yeah well of course the biggie and i dropped this in we're still waiting for the new leroy merlin to open
1: they said november where the hell is it <laughs> i mean i'd be
0: in the queue now there, there's a new roundabout open that will bring you straight up to the main door. But they're now saying uh-huh. December. And I think there'll be queues, it'll be madness. Just get in and buy a pliers. I, I,
1: particularly since they'll have their new Christmas display, which they're already promoting in the La Laguna shops. I, I think I'll, I'll leave it till February.
0: But... <laughs> well, we have a little Merlin date. We should do a secret <laughs> podcast in the hardware oh, yes. section. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, will we leave it at that for now, dear Janet? Um, a couple of things we will we're coming up to the end of november and into december we'll do a couple more podcasts i think before the end of the year i will certainly be away from the 20th of uh december all being well i will be increasing my carbon footprint (laughs) sorry sorry guys (laughs) but i I want to see my family but so we'll take a break over, over the christmas period um, but we yeah. will certainly, you know, do a couple more and uh, we're planning a special English time, which we will record to go out on the 30th of December, where we will pro- have a look back over this year and maybe look ahead to next year with a little bit of hope in our hearts.
1: Oh, and fingers crossed and everything crossed. And yeah. Well, hopefully Let's it'll hope be something to look forward to rather than to be gloomy about. Absolutely. Let's hope that the skip fire that seems to be. Throughout Europe at the moment, will be over by then, or at least maybe the rain will put it out. If it doesn't put out La La Palma, it might put out something else. If you're in La Palma, good luck. Stay safe. Stay safe. If you're anywhere else, stay safe. (laughs) And and be
0: safe. And be happy. And talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye.